Hello listeners, welcome to the Galactic Exploration Podcast, where we will discuss the future of humanity across the stars, brought to you by the Galactic Exploration Corporation. Our sixth episode is about the prettiest gas giant in our solar system, Saturn. Named after the Roman king of the Titans and the lord of time, Saturn has the most visible rings of the four gas giants. In fact, there are seven of them, and they stretch over 26 million kilometers wide. First, the course. At its closest, Saturn is 1.2 billion kilometers away from the Earth, and at its farthest, it's 1.7 billion kilometers. If you waited for the perfect orbital window, the travel times would be the shortest. Traveling at 100 kilometers per hour, it would take about 1,370 years to get there. Traveling at 40,000 kilometers per hour, or the speed required to escape Earth's atmosphere, it would take three and a half years. If you were to take a fission rocket, it would only take about 11 hours. And finally, traveling the speed of light, it would take about an hour. Secondly, Saturn's composition. Like Jupiter, Saturn is a gas giant, so it's composed of layers. Most of the layers are just hydrogen and helium. Winds in the upper atmosphere can reach 500 meters per second, And interestingly, there's a hexagonal jet stream moving at 200 kilometers per hour at the North Pole. Inside this jet stream, clouds churn like a titanic soup pot. Third, colonizing Saturn. This will likely be impossible for quite some time as Saturn is a gas giant. Because of the atmospheric pressure, your spacecraft would be crushed before touchdown, if touchdown even exists. Also, the average temperature is negative 176 degrees centigrade. Days are 10.7 Earth days, and years are 29 Earth years. Plus, the gravity is 10.4 meters per second squared, so if you weighed 50 kilograms on Earth, you'd weigh 53.2 kilograms on Saturn. However, Saturn has 82 moons, and two of them have very good chances of survivability during colonization. These two moons are Enceladus and Titan. Enceladus was a giant in Roman mythology, and the Titans were the Pantheon before the Olympian gods. First, the course. Enceladus averages 1.272 billion kilometers away from the Earth. If you were traveling at 100 kilometers per hour, it would take you 1,452 years. If you were at four, if you were traveling at 40,000 kilometers per hour, then it would take 3.6 years. If you were traveling an efficient rocket, it would be almost 12 hours. And if you were moving at the speed of light, it would be about an hour and 13 minutes. Then Titan averages 1.61 billion kilometers away from the Earth. So if you were moving at 100 kilometers per hour, it would take about 1,827 years. 
if you were moving at 40,000 kilometers per hour, it would take you about four and a half years, and if you were in a fission rocket, it would be about 15 hours. Finally, if you were moving at the speed of light, it would be about an hour and a half. Now, we'll individually deal with each moon in the next two sections. We'll start with Enceladus. Enceladus is an ice moon with the same width as the state of Arizona. It has no atmosphere, and the average temperature is negative 201 degrees centigrade. What makes Enceladus so appealing is the highly likely ocean underneath its icy surface. We know this because of the large amounts of geysers on Enceladus's surface, each spewing icy water into space at over 400 meters per second. The average pressure washer is less than one meter per second. The geysers also have methane, ammonia, salts, silica, and possibly carbon monoxide and nitrogen gas. This chemical mix shows that there is geothermal activity and vents underneath the ocean because the silica is only formed when rock and water meet above 80 degrees centigrade. These nanograins of silica have even been spewed as far away as into the fifth ring of Saturn. While Enceladus is highly interesting scientifically, colonization would be difficult. As there is no atmosphere, there would be no shielding from cosmic radiation. However, a way to circumvent this would be to live under the surface in the oceans. Once more explorative data has been taken from the subsurface ocean, we could determine if the ocean has currents and work on creating undersea habitats that would protect colonists from the elements. One consideration would have to be location, because it wouldn't be very fun to be thrown through the atmosphere at 400 meters per second. Alien life could also be potentially found on Enceladus, as it has a source of energy and liquid water. All we need to find now is if it has the right chemicals for life to form. Like on Europa, one of Jupiter's moons, life would most likely resemble bacteria found around geothermal vents in our own ocean's midnight zone. Almost got it. Un, un petit nous entendre. Nous avancer depuis la terre t Nous maintenant que à la de Saturn. Since Enceladus is tidally locked to Saturn, it doesn't have days. Each Enceladan year, however, is 1.6 Earth days. Also, the gravity on Enceladus is only 0.113 meters per second squared, so if you weighed 50 kilograms on Earth, you'd only weigh 0.58 kilograms on Enceladus. In conclusion, colonization of Enceladus would be difficult but not impossible. The next moon of Saturn is Titan. Also an icy moon, Titan is larger than Mercury and is formed of an icy crust over subsurface oceans with another crust holding a mantle of liquid water magma underneath. The magma is well past the boiling point of water, but the pressure of the moon keeps it liquid. Above the surface weighs an atmosphere made of nitrogen and methane, 1.5 times thicker than Earth's. All you need to walk on Titan is a good enough snowsuit to handle negative 179 degrees centigrade and an oxygen mask, no spacesuit required. Because of the difference in atmosphere, raindrops on Titan are twice as large as those on Earth, but fall six times slower. However, colonization of Titan has a very unique problem. It has clouds, 
rivers, lakes, and seas of liquid hydrocarbons, all extremely flammable. With current technology, you couldn't use rockets to land or take off. Once you enter the atmosphere, you need to rely entirely on the use of parachutes and pressurized gas to steer and land safely. Once on the planet, you're not taking off until we create technology to lift off without igniting gases. Finally! Bonjour. Y a-t-il quelqu'un? Quelqu'un petit un il nous entendra? Nous avons lancé depuis la terre il y a plus de dix ans. Nous sommes maintenant perdus à la dérive sur l'orbite de Saturne. Nous avons manqué de où il y a à quelques temps et avons de recueillir à des mesures désespérées. Nous manquons de nourriture dans mons de un semaine. C'est d'entendre nous qui restons ont donc décidé d'utiliser ce qu'il restait de notre carburant pour attirer sur la lune le projet. D'après notre atlas, il ressemblait à Titan. Préparez-vous à la réentrer dans 3, With the entirely new ecosystem of hydrocarbons, any life that could be found on Titan would be vastly different than on Earth. Life on Earth needs liquid water to survive. If life exists on Titan, it's evolved to survive without or with very little of it. Like all the other moons, Titan has no days due to being tidally locked to its nearest planetary body, Saturn. Each Titanian year is 16 Earth days, and its gravity is only 1.345 meters per second squared. Therefore, if you weighed 50 kilograms on Earth, you'd weigh 6.9 kilograms on Titan. This concludes our knowledge of Saturn, Enceladus, and Titan. Thank you for tuning in to the sixth episode of our podcast. Make sure you listen again for the next section of our journey.